pleasure of interviewing Jordan Bosch. He's the founder and CEO of Seven Shifts, a labor and compliance management platform built to help restaurants schedule, evaluate, and communicate with their staff. Seven Shifts' story began when Jordan thought of creating a simple tool to help his dad manage the work schedule at his Quiznos franchises. It has since evolved into a leading global restaurant management platform. Bosch has led seven shifts into the doors of over 10,000 restaurants with the mission to simplify compliance and labor operations for restaurants. Hello. How's it going? Hello. How are you doing? Awesome. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? Well, is it lunchtime or something? Busy day today? It's been a, uh, it's been a busy day for sure. I mean, um, <clears throat> yeah, normally I allocate a little bit of time for myself to eat, but I... I didn't do it my I didn't do my day properly today, so I'm trying to squeeze things in. Yeah, what's coming up for you guys? Um, like from a product perspective, just overall, like what are you guys working on, or you know, I don't know what's what's coming up. Um, what's taking a yeah, lot of your time or attention right now? Um, yeah, we're we're hiring a VP of People and Culture right now. Um, there's a lot of product stuff rolling out. Um, talking with investors. Series B is coming in Q2, so. Um, fun fun yeah i can't complain got a great team to try and conquer some really exciting goals with yeah what's the size of you guys' team right now uh we're 150 some people not too bad you've, you've grown a bunch and i, I didn't realize mm. you guys are uh open and like started in 2014 it's a really short i mean we started our restaurant first restaurant in 2014 yeah. it's a really short amount of time to go from you know zero to to that that's that's pretty impressive yeah yeah no it's uh it's been a super fun journey but um so i have a bit of background but would you, you guys use our product then at the restaurant oh yeah or, we do yeah we've used yeah. it for over a year yeah yeah we used to have hot schedules uh prior to you guys gotcha and then gotcha. And we shift to, to seven shifts so yeah we were you guys as uh, customers for two, we have two restaurants we're in san antonio texas well, thank you for being here. Oh, customers. sure, yeah. Appreciate We're very that. happy with, with the product. So, and I recommend it to anybody who asked me about anything about kind of scheduling and stuff. It's very user-friendly, particularly because, you know, in the restaurant industry, working with a lot of people who are not necessarily tech savvy, which mm -hmm. is a challenge when you have a tech company, you, you're trying to serve restaurants. You need to be very mindful of that. Um, totally. A lot of teenagers, you know, you can't be too complicated. Yeah, I totally agree. Especially when, you know, folks are just adopting a back office technology, maybe for the first time, maybe they've got a few things, but nevertheless, it's something new. Um, and it's changed, right? Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. So we, we love uh, you guys' products. So and, thank you. And, and how do you pronounce your, your name? Sure. It's Hengum. 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 Yeah. Hengum. Awesome. Yeah. Well, great to meet you. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice meeting you. And so we, we own a couple pizzerias actually, um, in San Antonio and we just, went through Super Bowl and you know we got a lot of caterers we're going to Valentine so February is a fun time for for restaurants so no kidding yeah no kidding <laughs> it's good but, for us good for everyone yeah exactly you know it's, as long as restaurants are busy hopefully everybody's you know everybody's happy so we're all uh, benefiting yeah yeah definitely so is that okay if we start uh, I'm okay mm. you eating I don't, I don't mind I mean mm. it's, it's, I'll pause my eating when we start is it? People don't hear me. I mean, you know what I mean? We're all people. We all eat. We all have, are busy. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I don't mind. So it's, it's your call. But um, if, if that's okay, we can start. I want to respect your time. So I'm not taking too much of your time so we can finish this. So you can get back to, to your fun meetings that are awaiting you. Yeah, sure. No, uh, no problem. 
Okay. So happy I want to jump in. Sure. So I want to give you kind of brief how this will go in the podcast. I will read through the bio that the team provided. Your team provided a bio about seven shifts mm -hmm. and about you. So I'll read that there. So you don't need to worry about it. Um, so we just, I'd like to just dive in, talk about the stuff at the end. Also, we want to talk about a little bit about seven shifts throughout the, the, um, interview. I'm going to mention seven shifts multiple times and you're welcome to, to do that. At the end, I'm going to probably ask you just to share a little bit about seven shifts where people can learn more from, uh, the platform and things like that. And so that's kind of how we end it. And then when I end it, we don't need to end this call. I edit this whole thing. So you don't need to worry about it. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Sounds amazing. Let's okay. And uh, we, we can go wherever uh, you want to take it. So sounds good. Rocking. All right. All right, Jordan. I am super excited to be chatting uh, with you today. You're the CEO of uh, Seven Shifts um, and uh, you guys do uh, scheduling and compliance, uh, big words. Um, ultimately, you handle a lot of the scheduling for restaurants. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. And so I'm very excited chatting with you because I think you have access to data that observing a lot of restaurants, thousands of restaurants, because I think a lot of us in the restaurant business, we have this view of our own restaurant, maybe our own town, our own city. And you have, you guys have a lot of data and statistics that can kind of see the trends of where things are going. Um, and mm -hmm. I wanted to first start off with a point you made in a recent article on LinkedIn, where you were talking about how in the hospitality industry, we have a turnover of 73% kind of average of what it is right now, which kind of mm -hmm. translates into one out of every four employees uh, don't make it. I mean, actually one out of every four will last a full calendar year um, mm -hmm. working for the restaurant and um, which is really hard, particularly a lot of us restaurant owners that have to train our people. A lot of fast foods mm -hmm. don't need as much training. That's a huge issue. <laughs> I wanted to start off with that. What are your thoughts when you're looking at that data where do you think that's kind of a steady trend of the turnover rate? Do you see it going up or down or where's that going? Yeah. So I think it varies by the restaurant and it varies by maybe segments of restaurant, maybe QSR full service. Um, but we see anything from turnover rates, um, whether they're 50%, we've seen 130% and, and, and more. So <clears throat> there's, there's, there's kind of like, it's all over the place. But one thing that's really interesting to me is that, when you turn over an employee, the cost of that, mm -hmm. um, and there's, there's a lot of information out there now of, of how much it's actually costing you to like turn over an employee. And, and, and it's between like, you know, some, some articles say it's a couple grand, some say it's mm -hmm. 10 grand, you know, and like, you know, we're kind of probably somewhere in the middle, maybe it's five. Um, but if you were to ask a restaurant operator, if you lost $5,000 in produce, like in meat, would you, would you care? You know, most of them would say, oh, my God, I'd be checking cameras and like, you know, mm -hmm. where did that ham go? Um, not saying you pay $5,000 for ham in one go, but may maybe do. But um, th the whole idea is you'd be surprised. Yeah. You know, you're, you're kind of like, well, there's this notion of just hitting the resume stack. Let's just get another resume. Let's go, go, go and, and churn a bit of churn and burn. Now, there, there's there's obviously a segment that, you know, they're going there. It's a part time thing and they're in school and, and that's that's an, an understandable thing. But. Um, if the data that we're seeing is true around the quarter of people wanting to, you know, progress and have a career in restaurants, you know, mostly on the chef side, mm -hmm. um, you, you've got to, got to kind of think a little bit long-term about like, how are we setting up our operations to maybe foster growth and these other things that that individual might be interested in and try and, you know, retain them longer. So 
I think that, and I, I have this belief out of all, you know, most businesses, if not all businesses, that I think the problem a lot of the restaurants face is more in the front of the, of the front of the stack, which is the hiring phase and mm-hmm. getting the right hires in the door and how critical that is and making sure there's core value alignment, cultural mm-hmm. fit and how to, and most restaurants don't have a process for this. Um, but yeah. the difference between having the right person in the door that you can train and having the wrong person in the door, like training can't fix the wrong person. So you like, I think really, I think the problem is more kind of like the, the front of the funnel um, that if you address that, you can, you can start having different things um, in place to help retain the staff a little bit better. Yeah, I, I totally understand. And I also understand as a restaurant owner, you're really desperate um, for employees, especially hopefully sales is good. You are desperate for staff because mm-hmm. that affects your service and you know, you're exhausted. Maybe you're working a hundred hours. Then out of desperation, you make some choices that are, you, you know, you use the warm, you know, having a long-term vision for who you're hiring versus having that short-term view. You, you just want the problem fixed real quick instead mm-hmm. of thinking how you're going to solve in fulfilling your position long-term. But uh, that is a challenge we, we face in the restaurant. I personally think that it is a metric that's difficult to look at because you're always going to have turnover because a lot of people are not here in the restaurant long term because they're college students, you know, or whatever. This is not long term. They're not envisioning their thing to be here. So it's not necessarily the metric to look and be like, oh, am I a successful manager? Am I, am I a good leader in my restaurant? If you have high turnover, it's part of, especially if, I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's a factor that is always going to be there a little bit. What are your thoughts on that? I think to a certain degree, I just think like it can't be an excuse to try and improve your own processes internally, right? And just saying it's, you know, it's part of the industry. It's how it's always going to be. And like to an extent, there's a lot of that that's, that's true, but um, I think that there's just more that we can do as it relates to trying to get the right people in the door and, and create a good experience for them to the point mm-hmm. where maybe they refer other great people. Maybe they want to come back when um, they, they need some, some shifts and some work, even if they've moved on, moved on to another job. So, and I, I also think like, because it employs the high, the restaurant industry employs the highest number of teenagers out of, out of any industry in North mm-hmm. America. Like this is a, the first time job for a lot of these folks. So what type of, environment do you want to create that is going to differentiate from other restaurant environments where you can almost set them get, give them some tools and some advice and help them set them up for success longer term whether they're at your restaurant longer term or not you know do you want to have the reputation of you know going that extra mile for some of the staff members that are there um, and, and, and kind of build a gravitational pull mm-hmm. through that um, and I think that we're just seeing more of that of, of folks that are like trying to do something different. You know, if you make, for an example, if, if you make it past three months with us, then, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's, we're going to give you an opportunity to, you know, get a, tr- do some training in this area and with this chef and, and, and a little bit more of a hands-on type of reward system and, and other people see that and they want to be a part of it. So I, I do agree that there's a, an element of that that's just kind of industry, but I also think that it's, I think uh, some people just maybe take it to the, to the extreme where it's like, it's just part of the industry and we can't do anything. I think um, I, I'm even looking at Taco Bell, right? Taco Bell, mm-hmm. I don't know if you read that about, you know, they're now paying, they're doing a test where they're yeah. paying managers 
100K. Um, and if you really look at like, if you break down the math around turnover for them, um, you know, if, they, if, a, if a manager is able to um, prevent, say, like three people from turning over in a year, they basically break even. Um, you know, if, if you're like, if you're, if you're thinking through, through that lens. So I think that some of these larger operators that are operating at a bigger scale that are kind of looking at spreadsheets and really analyzing costs at, at more of a detailed level than others are kind of get it and, um, are trying to figure out how to prolong the life of the manager, um, and making, making the restaurant industry maybe feel a little bit more like a longer term career path, which is interesting, mm -hmm. I think. That's definitely interesting. I wanted to shift a little bit talking about technology and particularly with employee engagement, which as well as you know, it's we hear that term a lot, employee engagement as a way of, again, as people are more engaged with the company they're working for, more aligned with the mission and the vision of the, the company, they're more likely to stick around and stay with the company despite, again, the pay isn't great or whatever, if they enjoy working there. What do you see as the role of technology? And I know that you guys with Seven Chefs, you've tried to create that engaged dashboard. Where are, you, where are you taking that? And how can you give some insights to a restaurant owner assessing where employees and their engagement? Yeah, so we think it's we think it's pretty important, um, and there's some some really cool tech out there that's helping foster some engagement, quote unquote, stats. And I I think largely when people hear the word engagement, they're like, oh, this sounds like a black box. This sounds like, you know, no, really touchy feely. Yeah. And, and they're like, how do I quantify engagement? Like, and I think that that's a that's a fair question. Um, for us, when we think about engagement, we think of yeah, how can we prolong the life of an employee? How can we help them be more productive, more performant within the restaurant? And the way we think about it is through a qualitative lens. So, you know, how are you feeling after your shift? Maybe rank it, write some comments. And then um, from a quantitative perspective, is this person, was this person always punching in on time? Were they working all their shifts? Were they picking up shifts for others? You know, communicating uh, through the mobile apps? And all of a sudden, are they uh, are they not doing that anymore? Are they um, are they dropping all their shifts? Are they you know not picking up as much as they used to? Are they communicating less? Are they showing up late? And are they not showing up at all? And there are some like at least what we're finding is there are some predictors as it relates to a staff member that might have one foot out the door. So if we can you know, we either can do two things with that. We can either try and prevent that staff member from leaving, or we can help give you a heads up so you're not in a total bind mm -hmm. when it comes to comes time to find a, a replacement. Um, and so that that's kind of the, the way we, we've been looking at it. And um, by surf in, in the seven just engaged product to try and surface some those that are that are engaged and then those that are maybe becoming disengaged. And really the, the goal is can we help spark a meaningful discussion with the manager and that employee around some of those things that may have changed since they started you know a manager might feel like this person's like kind of late there's i feel like they're showing up late more but until you dive into maybe the seven mm -hmm. shifts dashboard and engage you're like oh my god yeah like i'm seeing that they're like late half the time and it's only been happening in the past month so i was right you know what i'm gonna have a t i'm gonna have just a conversation with nicole or justin or, or mm -hmm. someone about this so it's being a little bit more proactive um, and trying to yeah, teach managers that are newer managers in restaurants to have real conversations, use data as a backbone, but be, be human. Like, I mean, this is a very hospitality, human driven industry. 
So let's not mask it with technology. Let's kind of use that as a, a tool to augment how we manage. I think that's, um, you know, the factors you said, uh, you know, a team member who shows up later, you know, swaps their shift and this and this and that. I think as, as managers in a restaurant, you kind of get that feeling. But I think having that backup with the technology and the data, I think it's incredibly uh, powerful. We sadly don't, I don't think we use that feature, our managers, uh, as much. So I'm definitely going to talk more about that. Another thing I want to talk to you about is logging things, and particularly in general in restaurants, I think the, the power of and the importance of daily documentation, why it matters. I mean, would you kind of, what are, what are you seeing out there uh, when it comes to logbook and again, the importance of daily documentation of different things that goes on into a restaurant? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we have something that we refer to as our manager logbook, as you know, and what we've seen in terms of folks that document things um, for other managers is really at the, the end of the day, whether it's sales data, labor data, um, guest counts, um, mm -hmm. customer complaints, um, staff members that have had, you know, talking to or, or strikes against them for whatever reason as it relates to performance. So, yeah, I mean, it, those are the common things that we see as it relates to folks using and leveraging the logbook. But I think it's an important element to align managers, right? If you're, and, and I mean, it was, it's, it's still used, but like that red, like manager logbook, that physical one that you, you actually some, see some restaurants still have is um, to try and really pass the torch and give as much information to the next manager who may be coming on for the night shift as give them context to what happened during the day. So I think that that, the concept of a, a logbook is really, really important. And I don't think it's going away. Um, but in terms of the things that we're seeing documented are things like that, you know, how was the flow, how was the traffic? Um, and, you know, even if things are broken, you know, we, it's, if, if there are things that aren't working properly, um, like the fridge or a dishwasher, at least you know that it's been reported, you know that someone's on it uh, versus everyone just kind of passing the buck and being like, you know, just talking about it. You know, oh, it's broken, someone will fix it, right? Like who's taking action on it and has it, has it got resolved? So. I think that the manager logbook is a really critical function, um, but certainly everyone uses it a bit differently. Yeah, we we use it heavily with our managers. We make sure that you know every single day there's like log at the end of the morning shift, at the end of evening shift. Also, trainings that were provided. I think a lot of them, as what you said, alignment and also mm -hmm. awareness. If questions that you know you can customize it as you want, a manager needs mm -hmm. to kind of go around. Uh, and it brings a level of awareness to the different issues in the restaurant. I, I strongly recommend also at some point as a company, you're going to get, I don't know, get uh, unemployment uh, claim or something like that. And so we've are heavy on documentation. So we can just go in there and plug it in and we can see all the trainings that were provided or if somebody made mistakes or any documentation regarding team members, we all put them heavily in there so we can, uh, again, have backup documentation in case it happens. I mean, sooner or later it happens, I'm guessing mm -hmm. to all restaurants, uh, sadly. So we really li like that feature and I hope that all restaurant owners are documenting things. So uh, thank you so much, Jordan. I really enjoyed uh, our convo. I wanted to just kind of tell us a little bit about Seven Shifts. What was your vision? Uh, I mean, I know uh, you started kind of uh, 
started this company in 2014, mm -hmm. as I mentioned in the bio as well. You know, again, seeing your father had a Quiznos franchise, it seems. So what was your vision with the company and were you wanting to be different uh, in comparison to other scheduling platforms that are out there serving restaurants? Yeah, so we're, um, as, as you kind of mentioned, the, the, it was the idea for Seven Shifts was really born out of my dad having some pains around managing the schedule and labor when I was working mm -hmm. for him at some Quiznos locations. And really, initially, it was just to, to solve a problem around scheduling. And that was where it started. Now, as we've grown the business and, you know, we've gotten into more like the, the competitive space and um, we, we certainly have our contenders, but the way we've been thinking about the long term of seven shifts is, you know, scheduling and labor management it will always be our core. And that's really mm -hmm. our foot on the door to kind of helping um, you know, facilitate the, the, the manager-employee relationship, if you will. And so when we think of long-term, we really want to own the employee life cycle in restaurants. And what we mean by that is everything from the moment someone's hired in a restaurant, they're trained, they're scheduled using seven shifts, obviously, they're paid using a payroll company after they work their shifts, and then they're retained or engaged until they ultimately leave or, or, or are terminated. So those five buckets around the employee life cycle, we've got, we've got a few more products to build out obviously to, to complete the life cycle, but we think the, the long-term gains of providing operators with great restaurant, um, you know, operational tools is going to be, you know, a winning solution. I, I think that um, if we can make it easy, self-serve, automated, where we're learning over time, you know, behaviors and, and labor targets and weather and seasonality trends of, mm -hmm. of what works and at what times, you know, can we ultimately build something that managers don't have to create schedules anymore? Um, and I know that's really crazy to think about, but, you know, if, if there's enough that we can learn from and enough that we can take into account around, you know, certain people working together and certain people can't be scheduled to, to, mm -hmm. to work together because of X, Y, and Z, and, you know, learn from the manager's behaviors over time, can we start suggesting great schedules that a you know make the manager feel confident, hit their labor target, and keep staff happy? I think like there's 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 some excitement around how we're going to be doing that and how we've started to, um, but ultimately we want to give managers the simplest, easiest to use operational tool set that that they can grow with, so they can get it on something really simple and you know end up opening and, and leveraging all these other components that can complete. Um, what we deem is kind of the employee life cycle in restaurants. Uh, that's wonderful what you just mentioned. I think a lot of, you know, in the beginning, we used to, our managers used to spend a lot of time um, when it comes to doing the schedule. They would spend, I don't know, five hours a week trying to create the schedule. And I think what you were saying with the projections, and I'm guessing you're talking about incorporating some artificial intelligence, gathering data, and you're kind of looking at the, I know you guys obviously integrate with different POS systems and stuff like that. That's kind of what you mean, like kind of artificial intelligence integrating it into that. Is that what you're saying more or less? Um, I, I would, I mean, I would probably almost think of more of as machine learning where we're, we're, we have to marry the, the behaviors of managers today because the psychological shift to say, Hey, we're just going to build the schedule for you. Like that's not, it's not a realistic, yeah. you know, well, next they have step to for us. It and they make adjustments that right based on different things as well. But. Exactly. Whether seasonality, is there a game day that day? Or is there a hockey game? Like there, there are many factors that go, that go into framing 
how we think about building an optimal schedule on the right people at the right times. And so ultimately, yeah, learning about the behaviors of something that, you know, managers typically do mixing with the insights we get and, and mm-hmm. seeing what changes and what, what things managers are changing, what, what, what they're not changing. Um, and ultimately produce something that's close to what they've been already doing, just slight, maybe slightly augmented to hit their target and starting to make suggestions around them to get the most out of their staff while, while maintaining their labor thresholds and maintaining customer service. Because you don't want to be so understaffed yep. that you can't maintain oh, yeah. great customer service. It's, mm-hmm. That'll kill you. So um, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a big challenge for us, but it's, it's an exciting undertaking. I think mm-hmm. we're We've got a great team. We've got a, we're in a great spot to do it. And I mean, this industry is, is, it's a ton of fun. I have to admit, I love oh, working with, with restaurant owners. Oh, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Jordan. I do appreciate your time and uh, our conversation. Again, these are just talks to have. And I think um, these topics are important for restaurant owners continuing to think and develop and each operations is different. So we're always looking at improving. So I appreciate uh, your time and the uh, things you shared. And uh, if anybody wants to check out you guys' website, it's just sevenshifts.com. Is that correct? Yep. Uh, www.sevenshifts.com. Uh, the number seven and then shifts like shift work, mm-hmm. uh, just plural. So uh, yeah, check us out. Yeah. Wonderful. I wanted to simply say as well, you know, like now I think it takes our managers about one hour to, uh, to do the schedule for the following week. Uh, so that only did it take them before it used to take like five hours. So again, if you counted, you know, how much you pay your manager, if it's Mm going to take them that many hours. Um, I see also a lot of restaurants use spreadsheets. I don't know, but again, they're not counting how many hours it takes a manager, uh, to do that. Uh, like back in the day. Oh, and then, so when somebody wants to come in and put an off request, those people who do spreadsheets, which is still a lot of restaurants, actually, they do like, Mm -hmm. um, because if somebody wants to do their off request or change availability, you know, not having an app, I really don't know how people do that. We, we usually just send people directly. We don't hog our manager, do these things. So mm-hmm. the manager can do what they need to do. So the, all of the, the employees are in charge of putting things up on the app, whether their availability changes, if it's not on the app, it doesn't exist. So that's kind of as our motto verbally, it doesn't count. They, they need to update their, whatever thing it is, everything must happen on the app. But anyways, we're overall very happy with seven shifts. So, um, and uh, again, yeah, that saves a lot of our manager's time. So we are, we like that, obviously. Awesome. Well, I'll have to, I might uh, follow up with Chris to have him, yeah, reach out and maybe just get some sort of testimonial. Would love to feature you guys on the blog or, 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 or some like maybe a case study or something that we, 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 I love hearing that. And I think that if we can promote you guys and and feature your restaurant and, um, talk a little bit about the savings that you guys kind of went through, you know, that'd be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. We'd, we'd love to, you, you know, you can have them uh, contact me and we go from there. Awesome. Right. Thank well, you so much. Thanks again. All right. You all have right. a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye.